0: Hello, this is Jackson. On this episode of the podcast, I had the privilege of speaking with one of our presidents, William Howard Taft, and Sean, the guy who played him in Billy, The Haunting of William Howard Taft. But that's beside the point. I got to interview a president, gosh darn it. That was very Midwestern of me. Let's be artful. I am back, this is Jackson, and I am joined by... Sean P. Metty. Who is in the show... Billy, The Haunting of William Howard Taft. And as we talked about before, no possums. No right? possums. No possums. No, 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 ra- no, there is possums, no raccoons. No raccoons, That's, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, um, first of all, um, you are not a stranger to the Cincinnati Fringe. No. Um, so... What have you done in the past, and what has your experience been like with The Fringe?
1: Um, So, I have... This is the third year that my company has produced shows at The Fringe. Uh, uh, Last year, we produced a show called My Darling Dilophosaurus. That's amazing. Yep. (laughs) Had a uh, Dilophosaurus dinosaur puppet on stage. Um, And then the year before that, the, the show that people still come up to me and want to know when the sequel's happening was Furlesque. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> for those that aren't familiar, Furlesque was a classic coming of age story set inside a burlesque club for furries. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dear. That's, oh, man. I really wish I could have seen that now. <laughs> well, people keep asking me, so <laughs> it very likely will have, e-
1: they don't want necessarily the same show coming back. And I was like, well, that means a prequel.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so um, now that now that uh, first of all, what do you like about the Fringe Festival here? What I like about the Fringe, uh,
1: well, and I should say, like, so my company has been doing shows for three years here, but I've been here since like the seventh or eighth Fringe. Okay, um, it's hard for me to figure out anymore. Sure. <laughs> so I've been here for a while. Um, what I like about the Cincinnati Fringe specifically. It's the very first show I ever saw here. I was like, oh, my friends were doing it. That's great. And then I came back to the No Theater, which I really wasn't that familiar with. And I was surrounded by these people that were... It's literally the, the motto of the festival, which is kind of weird like you. I was like, oh, my... Th- there are people
0: actually like me.
1: Yeah. I, I am not the only weirdo in this place. Sure. <laughs> I
0: definitely get that.
1: So, uh, for me, this is just one of the few times of the year where I get to be around people that will not necessarily judge you for the crazy ideas that you have. Yeah. And they actively encourage, like, well, that sounds great. Did you think about pushing it this way? Yeah. So, that's what draws me here. And I just, I, it, I feel like this has a much more sense of community than
0: some other fringes I've been to. So, Yeah. Um. So for your show this year, oh yes. um, playing William Howard Taft, a president, a real one, a real one <laughs> that gets into crazy stuff. So what was the preparation and the research like into actually being able to play this person? I will say, compared to a lot of other shows, the
1: shows I've done, when I researched this show it probably didn't send any flags off at, like, the FBI or anything. Sure, yeah. It was like, oh, this guy's just really into a president that's been dead for a long time. Yeah. He's not going to do anything. Um, No, I think, so the research for the show started over a year ago. Um, I was first presented the idea, or I first learned about this idea, where it all stemmed from was this toy called the Billy Possum.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And uh, it was supposed to be the replacement for Teddy Roosevelt's bear, so the teddy bear. Oh, gotcha. So the teddy bear had been introduced, and about a year later, when Taft became uh, the, the nominee and an eventual president elect, they decided, well, a new president means a new toy. So he was down in Georgia, and the toy makers decided that they were going to go in the state dish, unofficial state dish of Georgia at the time was possum and taters. Wow. And they're like, we're going to make the billy possum. And it, as crazy. everybody knows, the billy possum, obviously, <laughs> children <laughs> snuggle up to them every night. Before they go to bed, they curl that little possum up right next to them and they go, oh, I'm ready to go to sleep. No, this toy was a flop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's this really obscure piece of American history, toy history that no one really knows about. And I was like, I knew then, I was like, I want to do something with this. Yeah. And then uh, eventually things came around. I was like, well, you know, nobody really, I, I know a little bit about William Howard Taft, but I don't know a lot. And really for like the last year, I've spent just researching as much as I could about him and visiting places he's been, whether that's his birth home or bars he would have visited.
0: More and, of and the that bars was, and that was, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that was here, right? Yeah. So William Howard Taft was born in Cincinnati. He was born up in Mount Auburn. Um, his house, the birth house, is still there. Um, there's a group that fully restored it. Not fully, not fully. I should say. I should take that back. But they've restored it as much as they could. Um, it's a national park historic site now. It's yeah. free. Anybody could go. Um, the down the first floor has been restored. Um, a lot of the furnishings and everything are still there. And the second floor is more of a museum-esque uh, setting with a lot of information. So. And it's free, so I highly endorse taking <laughs> all your family members and people that like presidential history there.
0: <laughs> and so what do you find to be the most difficult thing about playing a real person? But in a kind of fake scenario...
1: Yes, I should say that my show is inspired by actual historical events. Yeah. But it is not, for as much as I know, historically like 100% accurate. Yeah. I do not know if William Howard Taft was haunted by a spirit that, in, that in, was embodied inside a small toy possum. It could have happened. Could have <laughs> happened, yeah. <laughs> but uh, in reality, and I, I felt a little bit of this in the rehearsal period. Um, but I didn't want to portray him incorrectly, Sure, if that makes sense. Like, sure. And I didn't... I, I knew... This is somebody that I've really... The more I've re- researched, the more I learn about him, the, this is somebody that I've really grown to respect and, and I guess in some way actually love. Yeah. And it's kind of like I do not want to let this person down. Little sure, did sure. I know, I, on our opening night, I had people that were very happy with the show, and they came up to me right after the show was done wearing William Howard Taft shirts. And I was like, wow, that is dedication. And wow, that's awesome. Eventually, and they did not lead with this, I found out that they are actual descendants of. Of William Howard Taft. No way. Yeah, so the conversation had been going, and then they were like, oh, by the way, we're descendants of William Howard Taft. And I was like, that should have been your opener. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) that's something that most people would lead with in this situation. (laughs) And uh, one of the best compliments I could have gotten was they said, you obviously know your stuff. Well, that's great. And it was like, at that point, it was like, whoo, okay, (laughs) great. Because it's not like Taft is going to come back and be like... Man, that it sucked. sucked. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but having his descendants come back, it's like, you got this right. And they had talked about certain parts of the show with me, and they said, yeah, you really portrayed Nellie this way too, correctly, too. So not only did, uh, and that helped me, that made me feel good as a writer, that not only did I write Taft in a way and play him in a way that was accurate, but his wife, who I obviously did not play. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fit into that dress. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can fit into the bathtub, but that's a whole different thing. Um, that's funny, <laughs> but uh, that's a little presidential uh, a little, trivia for you. Yeah, a little presidential history trivia. <laughs> but yeah, so that really uh,
0: made me feel good as a writer too. That that part I got right as well. It must be rewarding to. I mean, it, that that doesn't happen often. I mean, the only other time that that would happen would be if you're portraying a person that is not dead. Like, you know, if, if you if you're starring a movie where it, it's like, you know, Tom hangs with Sully or something like that. Right. And he's and, and Sully's able to go, well, I didn't really like it. Like I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it it's completely different, but having someone that is at least related that can go up to you and be like, Yeah, okay. That's like that that's as close as you can probably get um i mean that's rewarding i mean that's fantastic
1: it was one of those things where when i started the show with my previous shows i had i don't want to say goals but i knew like okay i wanted i wanted somebody in a furry suit to come see my first show sure. great i and my second show i wanted kids there and there were parents that brought their kids this show i was like i just want the show to be good and when i had them, the descendants come the first night it was like oh, this is what I wanted.
0: This is is amazing. There's a level of validation that the moment you see them, you're like, nailed it. (laughs) Which is great. (laughs) Well, and they sat in the front row, and it was just... The show, I move around a
1: lot in the show, and I can't necessarily see the audience. Sure. I did see them, and I could tell that they had some face on their shirts. I was like, I just couldn't tell who it was. So when they came up to me afterwards... Oh, I may have left that out. Yeah, they had William Howard Taft shirts. That's hilarious. On, and I was just like, when they, because that's what I noticed first when they approached me. I was like, that is dedication. The <laughs> <A> fan base <laughs> for the for the opening night. I was like, I <laughs> thought I was the only real William Howard
0: Taft fan, and I was wrong. <laughs> that's hilarious. And so, actually, it even goes even further than that because. You told me yesterday, um, you talked about uh, what you've seen, and we got to talking afterwards, and you said there are some recordings of William Howard Taft, and you found that there was a weird similarity.
1: Yeah. So, um, we're very fortunate that when William Howard Taft was president, um, it's the dawning of record, uh, well, not recorded history, but actual Audio audio recorded history, and we have a few recordings of him giving speeches, and what threw me the most, and in my head, I always figured that just people from that era have a slight British accent, which I had to... I think that was a couple decades before yeah. that, but, <laughs> but yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, so I'm listening to these recordings, and he sounds a lot like me, and it threw me. I was like, this... And I just couldn't wrap my head around, and then it was like, well, Duh. He's from Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm from
0: Cincinnati. We have very similar builds. <laughs> you know, the mid Midwestern really like gives into that. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, oh. Of course we would have the same dialect. We're from.
1: We're born. I was born at Christ Hospital, which is literally a couple hundred meters away from where his house was. Oh my gosh.
0: So that's hilarious. Which
1: I did not think of last night until right now. I'm like, oh yeah, it's literally down the street <laughs> from where he was born. That's
0: great. Um, so, as you're portraying him, what do you think the hardest thing to get across about him? What is what is one of the things that you wish audiences would understand about the man that you're trying to portray? I think what
1: I would love for audiences to get strictly about the man is. That this is, he never really, he, he was not somebody that wanted power. He was a man of the law. Yeah. He was a lawyer and an excellent judge. Um, but what he really, his, his most endearing quality, which I honestly feel like he got as a combination of both his mother and his father, was he had this remarkable heart. And I know in a way that sounds really cheesy, like, oh, well, the best part of him was the power of his love. No. It's but not
0: what's on the outside. It's what's on, <laughs> on the
1: inside. And he had a lot of inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I discovered through research is William Howard Taft really cared about the people in his life. First and foremost, his family. Sure. Um but moving beyond that his his close associates and friends, and an extended, he was the governor of the Philippines, which was an American territory, yeah uh, for a while, and he was beloved there, and he cared deeply about those people and he kept as the governor petitioning Congress to give more aid to the Philippines, and then uh Teddy Roosevelt's secretary of war, he kept trying to push aid to the Philippines. And then as president, he was finally in a position to give them some of the things that they needed. Yeah. So what I would love for audiences to come out of this is with, is this feeling like this is not, I think as presidents, most presidents, uh, we have this feeling like they're these not necessarily superheroes, but they have greater than thou. Yeah. And in reality, he was much more of just a common, not common, but just more down to earth. Yeah, really. That having been said, he came from a very rich family, and <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> maybe not necessarily as down to earth as the rest of us, but <laughs>
0: sure, but more than some of the other presidents, probably. right? He, yes. <laughs> so I guess now I have a last question. Yes, yeah, um, which. I was I was wondering if I could talk to Taft and ask this question for him.
1: Oh well, I'll I'll check to see if he's in. Yeah, okay. (laughs) You go check it real fast. Is William Howard Taft here? (laughs) Anyone? Oh, there he is. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the microphone and let him get up. Okay, okay, Okay. yeah, okay, yeah, he's coming up right now. Okay, Uh, hey, sir. Oh, sorry, I had to run from the back of the room. And you ran pretty quick. Yes, I did. And running is not one of my favorite things to do. But you looked like a very concerned citizen, <laughs>
0: and therefore, I am here for you. Uh, so, okay. So, am I still allowed to call you Mr. President, or is that is that what I should be calling you? Um. Well, my close friends call me Will. So, if you want to call me Will, <gasps> I'm I like I'm a close friend. Okay. Cool. I feel like we're
1: close friends now. Okay. Okay. You've, so you brought me here, so I I jogged. <laughs> that was. I don't do that what for everyone. What best friends do. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, Will, um, you grew up in Cincinnati. That's a great town, yes. And um, w- what have you seen change around Cincinnati from the time that you were here, you became president, uh, you haven't been around for a while. That's been quite you, a while. You're back, you're back for a little bit. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. what do you see the biggest difference being?
1: Um, well, let's see. I, I like that some things haven't changed. Uh, we still have a beautiful music hall, and uh, the beer industry is, is, is still very strong here in Cincinnati, which I fully endorse. Um, I think the biggest changes, um, besides the automobiles and. Yeah, those darn automobiles. Those darn automobiles. Running red lights. <laughs> I, I thought Henry Ford was crazy, but apparently he was onto something. <laughs> um, <laughs> Careful, do not fall. <laughs> I don't know what medical, uh, <laughs> medical attention is like in this century. but uh, I, I, it's, I, it's, it's fairly okay. Oh, good. I wouldn't want us to have to cut your legs off. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what I have seen change the most in this city is it's become even more grander than it was before. This was always a great city, but now it's grander. The buildings are taller. I mean, we had streetcars then, but now your streetcars are are very fancy. And, yes, they are, and they talk to you. Th- they do. <laughs> That's a big
0: change. That's. I am not used to that. So I feel like there's ghosts riding the streetcar <laughs> with me. So now that you're back for a little bit, yes, um, you were gone for a while. I don't know if you do you know that. I, I was sleeping. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I was sleeping. So uh, I I I got inspired by Rip Van Winkle. Uh, <laughs> so so now that story. now that you're yeah, back now I'm back. Um, my question to you is, you've been talking with some people, yes. you've been uh, performing, as it were, mm-hmm. and so if someone could learn something from your life, or some of the performances that you've been doing recently, mm-hmm. what would it be? Um, well,
1: first, I would hope, hindsight being for me, that they uh, learn never to eat an 18-pound possum. Sure. That, sure. that would be first and foremost. Sure. Naturally. I would hope that the citizens of this fair country and city who watch me uh, portray a a life point in my history, I guess. Uh, Sure. This is a little meta for me. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I'm playing myself in a production entitled Partially on Myself, so I don't know what's going on. It's Um,
0: basically a one-man show.
1: It is a one-man show, basically. Except for those other people that show up. Um, (laughs) uh, I would hope that they learn that you don't have to give in to temptation to be great.
0: Oh, that's an excellent answer.
1: Well, I I may not be your best president, but I am a good one.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, thank you so much for joining me. Um, Make sure to tell Sean that he did a great job.
1: Oh, well, he
0: owes me money. (laughs) Well, thank you, Uh, Will. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, Thanks for being on the podcast. Uh, It's my pleasure. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. President, for being able to speak with us on the podcast. And, Sean, you did a great job, too. Don't worry. If you're interested in seeing more of Will, I mean, Sean, make sure to go check out his production page, which is Autumn Kaleidoscope on Facebook. And come on, we can show Will some love too, so make sure to go check out the William Howard Taft National Historic Site, which is a museum on Auburn Street. That is it for this interview. More interviews will be out this week, but in the meantime, have an artful day.